Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Ben's not here. Get yes. in. We can do what Dad's we want. Dad's away. Kids can play. Yes, they can. Uh, hello, Ashton. How are hello. you? Hello. I'm okay. I'm alive. Uh, yes. Yes, you are. You weren't here last time. Yeah, I survived COVID plops. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a cough. So if I cough, I'm no longer... I don't have it anymore. I've been testing negative testing for a while. Testing negative for like a few days now. Yeah. So I don't have it, but I do still have a cough. So, so. if I catch it, it probably wasn't from Ashton. Yeah. It's from someone else. Yeah, because um, I am negative now. Okay. So. That's good news. Mm. You're hungry there. I am hungry. <laughs> You've not eaten in about a week, so. <laughs> yeah. Grumble. That um, won't have been picked up, no, but big rumble. There was a big rumble there. there. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm alive, feeling much better uh, than I was last week. Man, it kicked my ass. Yeah. Man, I felt rough. Mm-hmm. And the people like Atkins had it in the office a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I had one day feeling a little bit unwell. And then I was totally fine and just ate some oranges. I felt like I was dying. Right. I was laying on my sofa for like Monday and Tuesday before I even tested positive. And I was like, I am so sick. Right. I was like, I can't move. I can't stand. I couldn't shower for like three days. Someone else as well. I think Tom Campbell had it. And he said he he kind of just, he wrapped himself up in, in duvets and blankets on the first night and just sweated it out is the way he put it. Wow. I, um, I did sweat a lot, I have to be honest. Can we um, let the WHO know that all you have to do is wrap yourself up in Tom <laughs> Campbell's duvet yeah. and then two days later just you'll be fine? Sweat it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did sweat a lot last week. I had mm-hmm. such a fever. It was awful. But I played lots of games. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't all bad. So you have to wait for the brand new section uh, yeah. where we talk about games we've COVID, played. COVID, what we play. Yes. What did we play while we had COVID? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, hello, this is our video game podcast. Hello. Uh, I mean, Ben has this all down to muscle memory. It's not written down anywhere. And when it comes to actually doing the intro, I don't really remember what exactly we have to hit each time i guess um you can ask questions on this podcast do yes. we say that at this point we normally say uh we have a very real sponsor of today's podcast yeah i was getting to that. i was trying to remember if there's anything I think before it goes that. that and then we do the actual that's right facts. we say hey no that yeah that's not it okay should we just pretend we didn't have that conversation so we're sponsored by a very real and genuine 
sponsor for yeah. this podcast. Peter, I believe you have the ad read today. I do. Um, there's a new game coming out soon. Mm. You've probably heard of it. It's called Stray. Oh, yes, I have heard of it. It's the cat game. Mm. I saw a clip this morning where you can get into a bucket and yep. go down a zip wire. It looks fantastic. <laughs> Um, but there is a rival game coming out as well. There is. On the same day, for all the same platforms, you play as a dog. A dog? Yeah. No, and no. all you're doing all the way through is just learning one classic dog trick. Right. Right? Okay. So that's the aim of the game. You play as the dog, just trying to learn that one trick. Uh, coming soon, stay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any robots in it? No. No. No, it's just you in a field with a owner mm -hmm. and they've got some treats and they say, stay. And then eventually you go, come on then. And you <laughs> bound over and you get a little bit of ham Aww. or something. Nice. And then you just start again. All right. And do you have much control over the dog? And do you have to do like a spam the X button to keep him staying? Or? Uh, it's not even that hard. You just don't press you anything. You just don't press anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you do like walk towards the owner before they've said you can come, they they shout "bad dog" at you, and oh, you, no. you lose some emotional health. Um, but you die of sadness. You, die, you can die of sadness in that game. Oh. Can't wait to play it. Can't wait to play it. It's a shame though that we can't wait to play it because it's not real. Oh, oh who no! Saw that coming? Definitely sounds real. It sounds like that uh, Mayo game that Ben gets the trophies in. Do you remember where it's like you just tap it? Oh yeah. Tap a bit of it does sound like it, it could actually be a, a like game. a 99p yeah. game, yeah. But um, like the platinum is just like stay a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, we are not sponsored by upcoming video games stay, which is not real. But who we are sponsored by, uh, you could say, are our patrons uh, over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump for as little as one dollar a month. You can ask questions on this very podcast. We brought some along. Uh, Ashton does a post every week. I do. This week them. it was a day late because I wasn't here on Monday and I didn't have the login at my house. But it did go up anyway. There have been many absences for many reasons all week. People are on holiday. People have like taken days off for, for just annual leave. People have been ill and had the plops. Yeah, it's pretty slim pickings in the office this yeah. week. Every time there's like more than, I don't know, like five or six of us, someone goes home. Mm -hmm. Like feel like they've got the afternoon off or and something. And we've recently been bigging up a couple of big projects that are coming out uh, that were supposed to be coming out on, I think, subsequent Fridays. Um, there was many to be one this week, which probably it might still happen. But uh, one of our editors has been off for uh, mm. with, with COVID. Uh, and then next week, uh, that one probably still will happen because people will be back by then. But it's just, you know, every time we're like, it will happen on this day on the podcast. Yeah. It then never does. So We do keep planning things, like to shoot things ahead of the time so that people know one's missing things. And then, like, we still end up missing yeah. it because someone's off. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's I was meant to well. be here for the podcast last week because we filmed it a day early. Yeah. And it happened to be the day I tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So, so nightmare. Didn't, didn't work. Uh, but we can move on to questions now. We can. And uh, absolutely nail this podcast i'm sure <laughs> this one uh comes from bartek kubitsa i believe it's pronounced who mm. says hello app no b he no knew b today. ea again on the covers of newspapers and irritated the I industry comma this time wanting to hook up uh to the trend from twitter their tweet states there are 10 but they only like playing single player games so, yeah, what do you think about it? Do you remember similar failures? Cheers. 
So if you don't understand this trend, basically... It's because Bartek is Polish and struggled to explain. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Bartek. I'm sorry for butchering your question. You'd say something like, it's normally about a person. You'd be like, oh, you know, there are 10, you know, looks wise. Yeah. But they have this personality trait. Do you still think they're a 10? Mm -hmm. Basically is the the prospect of it. So I did one that was like, he's a 10, but he's covered in the ashes of his wife and daughter whom he murdered. Right. Okay. Like Kratos. Yeah. Still a 10. But you She's a 10, but she's Ashton Matthews. Yeah. Four. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they basically did that on their Twitter, um, but with stating they're a 10, but they only like to play single player games. Basically being like, that's a negative. As there's a negative, yeah. yeah. Essentially. And this tweet got about 10,000 quote tweets and like 9,000 replies, all of which were negative because, don't know if anyone knows this, I don't know if EA know this, but they make single player games. They do. Quite a few of them, actually. Yeah. So everyone was a bit like, what? what? Why are you doing that? Like heads of other, heads of Respawn and other studios that were making like single like, player games for them were order. like... We, huh? Excuse me. What? Did was this like a big intentional uh, all publicity is good publicity move <laughs> from EA? Did they think? Did they know before they sent this? This is a really bad take. This is going to like make us look like big bad villains, EA, but. It'll get loads of engagement, so we just do it anyway. I don't know. That is a kind of good point, but I don't... You will never know, obviously, but, like, I don't know if either they... They are genuinely so out of touch that yeah. they thought that, like, this is a good tweet. Because some people have been saying online that this was not... Like, this is their marketing team that are, like, an external thing from EA. Like, these are just someone they hired to do all of their, like, right. tweeting and stuff. Which means they don't technically work for EA, is basically what people were saying. So they don't know as much about... Yeah. So they sort of made a mistake. But I'm like, how do you not know? If you yeah. if you're working a like PR for a, a gaming company, the least you can do is know what games they're currently working on. Yeah. Like bare minimum. All you have to do is check what even if EA have made one recent single player game, you probably shouldn't be saying bad things I about I mean they make the games. Sims. Yeah. Everyone knows of the Sims. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's apparently what it was. But then they they then like retweeted it later on and was like, We'll take the L this actually makes them an 11. Like being like, oh yeah, this, oh, we'll right. take the L, this is our fault. Oh, hey, it was just, we actually meant that they were 11. But uh, still, still terrible of a tweet. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this was like a publicity thing or they're just genuinely they're just really so dumb. Out of touch, yeah. Because so I don't think, as much as the people do say, uh, you know, all publicity is good publicity and, uh, you know, as long as you get people talking about your company that's great Mm. i i don't think anyone in their right mind at ea would knowingly tweet this with a view to like get negative backlash for it and say doesn't matter because it'll be good like Mm. no i think if if they knew that it was going to cause like uproar which i don't think they did to be honest so they wouldn't have done it then they wouldn't have done it like i'd I don't know what I would prefer. Would I prefer that it was a deliberate publicity stunt, like just to outrage everyone, even though they're not like, they don't really feel like they're anti-single player games? Yeah. Or are they Are they just that like, just stupid that <laughs> they don't, they think single player games are bad 
um, or that the best kind of gamer only plays multiplayer. Well, I think the thing is about it is that not only is it completely out of touch with what they're currently doing, but it's like rubbing salt in the wound for like all of the studios and all of the games that they cancelled because they wanted to focus yeah. on live service models. Like the the person who was head of... Um, Oh, who made Dead Space? Secret? Visceral. Visceral. Yeah, I saw that. Replied he, like, was like, a, was yeah. like, you this shut is the down my that... studio <laughs> yeah. for making a single player game. Like, what a terrible take. Yeah. And then you obviously got the heads of like Respawn being like, um, literally just put like the face palm emoji. Like, how are you so clueless of your current and like previous opinions of things? Yeah. That you post this tweet. Like, mm-hmm. this is just asking for trouble from so many people. It's ridiculous. And it's not even the case that it's like, oh, but you make single player games. Like, why would you put them down? It's like, yeah. even if EA was a company that only made multiplayer games, at the moment, it's like, admittedly, it's a contentious issue. The people on both sides of the of the fence. But there's a huge proportion of gamers who are like, don't do away with single player campaigns. Like I really love mm. games like that. So even if EA was this like multiplayer only company, it's not a great thing to say like, yeah, we're this multiplayer company. Single player games are bad. It's like you're just alienating people who mm. might still want to play your multiplayer games by putting down single player games. So even if that is your opinion and even if that's your business model, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be saying like terrible things about it. Like uh, Naughty Dog don't come out and say like, oh, MMOs are crap, aren't they? They suck. Do you know what I mean? If like, you play MMOs, you're a massive loser. Yeah, you just wouldn't. No. Because it's just not a very good look. Yeah. So. I think it's just, it's funny really when you think about it. I mean, it's like ridiculous in yeah. the sense that like it's it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. That no, I'm not laughing with them. I'm laughing at them. Yeah. In a kind of, I know that it's not really that deep, and like they probably didn't think twice about it. No. But it's the fact they didn't think twice about it, yeah. and they just bunged it on the internet and didn't think about it. Because I, I only saw it because people were replying to it, like, um, "Hun, you literally make the Sims." Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? So yeah, I think currently, you know, not great for their current single player game studios, but also historically not a very good tweet to make given yeah. the nature of what they've done and said previously in the last couple of years so it is funny when you see a tweet go out like that which you know some tweets you can tell that like they work really hard on and they're thinking like okay we we need to try you know we're marketing this product or whatever we really need this to mm. go big and then they put out just some throwaway like meme tweet like a trend and that one just goes absolutely like you know to the moon and mm probably not intentionally i also think it's kind of cringe when these companies like try and get involved in a meme like if you're kind of an individual it's fine but when you've got a company where it's like clearly some a group of people have sat down and they've crafted this tweet yeah like they've sat around the table and gone the current trend is the word ussy how can we add the word ussy into one of our tweets and make it go viral and Mm -hmm. they all sit there and you know that there's like a a whiteboard that people are writing ideas on and like people are going mm, what if we just said like she's a 10 but she only plays single player games and yeah like, fantastic ryan bung that on the twitter right now mm-hmm. like are you just know this was a crafted by yeah. a group of people who clearly had one brain cell to share between them and you know what good job EA. yeah look well at done. us talking about you again yeah look at all this coverage you you're getting are just clueless just a shame it's mostly so, negative so clueless huh mm, yeah Brilliant. Well, it's time to do a brand new section just while Ben's not here. Uh, we'll probably yeah. just, just do it this week and then maybe, maybe not. We, yeah, we not won't. It's, it's kind of our thing anyway. It's called What We Play in During COVID. <laughs> it's, Peter, oh. 
That's <laughs> what we're playing, we're playing time. time. Don't talk about what, what we're we playing. playing. Normally Ben does that. Yeah, he does. So maybe you, because I now have to say, Peter, what, what you yeah. play. So no, please do. Peter, what have you been playing? Oh, thanks, Ashton. No problem. Um, I've not actually played that much this week. I, every single evening now, I'm like doing last minute wedding things. I don't mm-hmm. want to say... It's the wedding month. It is the wedding month. I don't want to say when my wedding is publicly. I don't want to... I want to like separate my wedding from from like my Twitter and my... <laughs> And and people, um, you're all lovely and they're saying nice things, but uh, I'm not. It's so- my wedding, not it's yours. It's my wedding. It's a personal he's life a experience. Ten, but he's having a wedding. Exactly. And after the wedding, when it's all done and I'm back from my honeymoon, I will post a few curated photos, perhaps, <laughs> but nothing before then. But yes, I've been big busy boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have done though is I finished. Spyro the Dragon. You weren't here last week. No. As we've said. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about comfort games. Mm-hmm. It was one of the questions we were asked. Uh, it was like, it might have been the big discussion, actually. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And um, by by chance, really, I'd been playing the PS1 version mm. of Spyro the Dragon. Uh, because, on PlayStation Plus? No, just, no. just on, I've got a PS2 um, that I just yeah. have plugged into my TV. Um, I have to sit... My, the way my sofa is arranged, my living room is arranged. The cable won't reach from the TV <laughs> to the sofa, so I had to like pull up a chair and sit near the telly, which oh was like a real throwback. Yeah. I should have sat cross-legged on the floor, maybe. Yeah, on a cushion. Yeah, um, but by chance, when we were asked this question, I'd been playing Spyro the Dragon partly for just like comfort, mm. for self self soothing. <laughs> it's a stressful time. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty stressed recently and uh I heard some Spyro music on Twitter uh like last week before I started playing um because there's a um what do you call it? hurdle. You know, oh, like yeah, word yeah, or there's yeah. a hurdle for Spyro soundtracks. Um and I was like, "Oh, man, yeah, I like that game, don't I?" And then I started playing it and it's been making me feel good. So, I finished Spyro 1. I played a bit more of I've started Spyro 2 and played the first like hour or so. Mm. Uh having a really good time. But I think that might be it. Other than the stuff I, you know, played on stream. Um I've not played any more KO. I've not played any more Sonic. Uh I have now got a copy of the new um uh <sighs> Wait for it. It will come to me. Klonoa collection. I didn't even know where we were going with that. I was like, what could you possibly be about to say? I was like, what have you mentioned previously? The new Klonoa Reverie. Yes. Uh, So I never played the Klonoa games. I had a demo for both of them. I had had like a PS1 demo disc from a magazine that had um, a Klonoa 1 uh, demo on it. And then when I got my PS2 years later, that came with a Klonoa 2 demo. So I've played like the first level of both games and that's it. And I really enjoyed them. And I've always thought I should play these. For those who have no idea what Klonoa is, uh, it was at the time 2.5D sort of side-scrolling platformy thing, a bit like Tombi, Tombi 1, um, with some some of the sprites and stuff were like, completely flat 2d but you were in a 3d world Clonera mm-hmm. 2 i think everything pretty much was 3d but it was still a 2.5d gameplay um i don't know if in the uh the new remake uh that has been made i think it's a remake not a remaster it's been like rebuilt from the ground up but citation needed i know very little about this game um 
I don't know if the Klonoa 1 stuff is like 2D sprites or if the whole collection, they've mm. now done 3D models for everything. But in any case, uh, I've always wanted to play them. And I've been thinking for a while, actually, to just pl- like emulate them on stream. And then they announced, oh, yeah, we're going to release this two-pack two-pack rest in peace this, <laughs> right, this two-pack two um remaster <laughs> thing so i was like oh I'll wait for that then so i've now been sent the code for it i've not a chance to play it um but uh i'm gonna play it this weekend probably so by the time the podcast comes out i probably have played it but uh yeah looking forward to that and i know very little and i'm looking forward to just having a having a go of something that i feel like i'll almost feel nostalgic for it even though I've never actually played it properly yeah. just for the era and the yeah. kind of design. So should yeah. be good. I hope you enjoy it. And I'm excited to find out next week Thanks. if you did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of time on my hands. You did. The last week mm-hmm. uh, being stuck in my house for 24 hours a day for seven days. Okay. Eight days. Um, and lot. so I played a lot of games. I finished Cyberpunk. Um, okay. I got a bunch of the trophies. I was going to get all the trophies. I was almost going to get them all. And then I really messed one of the trophies up. And I was like, I can't get this trophy unless I spend ages and ages and ages just using the crafting mechanic and just crafting the same thing over and over again. Right. Um, or I have to go back and like go midway through the game and reorganize my points so that I can get a, like one of the trophies. So okay. I was like, I'm not doing that, can't be asked. So I haven't got all the trophies and I just sacked off a bunch of the other ones that I was like trying to get. There was things like a couple of gun ones that were like kill 50 enemies while time is slowed and whatnot from various cybernetic enhancements. Um, but I just sacked them off and finished the game. I played two of the endings because I think there's three endings potentially maybe four of them okay um so there's like a couple where you can choose how you do the final battle and then there's a a, the decision you have to make at the end whether you like leave your body in the hands of Keanu Reeves or you keep the body or you both leave and like the body just dies it's kind of like the main like choice at the end of the game right um and I got through two of the endings and then I was like, well, I finished the game now and I have been promising to play Final Fantasy VII um, after I finished the game. So I'll just play that. I'll leave it installed and I'll come back to it later. So I played Final Fantasy VII. I picked up where I'd left off, which was just after the Colosseum in Wall Market. And I experienced for the first time, and man, I wish I'd been recording my reaction to it because I was baffled, the um, Honey Bee Inn. <laughs> Whole, We've been like, looking forward to you experiencing the VPN. Man, I was literally like, my mouth was agape the whole time. I was like, what is happening? Just like the dance. And then I did not expect what was going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. When, <laughs> I think I actually record my reaction to send to my boyfriend on the... Uh, aftermath of what happens after the dance i won't ruin it because it's a great moment if you don't know what happens um but man it was great i was literally like my eyes and my mouth were just like wide open Mm -hmm. i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen um so i was really excited that i've actually picked up and carried on playing so did you know anything going into that i didn't know anything i knew that like Aerith and tifa were gonna go into the at Don Corneo's house, but I did not know what was going to happen else. Like, okay. I didn't really know anything about Final Fantasy VII, and right. my boyfriend's actively not told me anything about it because he was like, I 
you you need to get through the wall market. And I just kind of thought he meant like the the hand massage bit that you get. I kind of thought that's a bit weird. Right. <laughs> Strange. And then it just got weirder and I was like, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I wasn't very good at the dance um, like mini game though because I couldn't, I was too busy looking at what was happening. And I also <laughs> couldn't always see where like the little thing was to like, because you have to press the buttons in the right order. Right. I couldn't always see where the thing was because I was confused and distracted by the, the boogieing. But... Well, I almost wish that you'd... Um, so I think they've removed some stuff from that. I don't know, actually. So I, I haven't actually played the original Final Fantasy mm. uh, Seven, uh, but I'm aware of particularly that whole part of the game. And then I've not even played the the new version but I think I'm right in saying that they removed at least one bit from the original around the same time as where that all goes down. Cloud like ends up in a in like a bathtub full of men with like mustaches and stuff. Oh. And it's basically they're alluding to the fact that like all these men are gay. Lol. <laughs> and they're sort of saying like I can't remember exactly what they say, but you know, they're all sort of like jostling each other in the bath and mm. it's a kind of a strange um, thing and they probably thought, hmm, maybe that's not aged very well, and we shouldn't put that in 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 the new version of the game. I believe it was removed, but uh, yeah. I guess if you, it wasn't in the okay. game unless yeah. there was like a secret room that I didn't find. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't I think. In the oh, game. I, I believe one line is "come to daddy" uh, or something like that. Oh, okay, um, when he's in the bath, so, so or someone refers to themselves as daddy. So, <laughs> if anything, that daddy. would be contemporary. That People would are, be. People... There's a lot more daddy stuff going on nowadays, and Daddy's and mommy. A big thing. Yeah, mm, so. Should have left it in. Yeah, but I finished it. Finished the game. Um, I just started the DLC, the Yuffie DLC. Um, I didn't really know what was going on in the end of Final Fantasy VII. I got a bit confused, but I'm going to see my boyfriend tomorrow and he said that he will explain everything to me. <laughs> so I'm excited to sit and listen to my boyfriend talk about Final Fantasy for what could potentially be hours mm-hmm. because I didn't understand all of it. Um, but yeah, so I've played that. I'm playing the DLC currently. I played some more Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, yes. Uh, we finished it. I was doing the DLCs and stuff. Um, they are still weird and stupid. And uh, I, but I want to get the trophy now because I got one of the trophies in them. So I may as well get the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, they're releasing the fourth one. I think it's coming out this summer, potentially end of the summer. Um, they're just, I wish they were different. Yeah. Because they're like, I, like, I like the concept of them, that you have to run through them and they kind of have different storylines at the beginning. I just wish there was more variety in the actual gameplay of what they are because it's like 15 minutes of, like, your time just doing the same thing. And you have right, to do them, like, yeah. four times to get the, the trophy and, like, finish the story of them. But the story is just in, like, a cutscene at the beginning and you can just skip it because that's basically as long as the actual gameplay of the DLCs. Um, but they're fine. I was doing the Chaos Chambers for a bit, which, again, are just, like, a kind of um roguelite situation where like you right, go yeah. in and you have some lives and every end of the room you pick up like a buff or like a um what's the opposite of a buff uh, a negative one a debuff or a um like a yeah i know what you mean like a like a debuff kind of thing like it'll make you less powerful or it'll make i want to say nerf powerful. but that's more of a development term yeah than but an in-game you thing. get the concept yeah. um and then I played some Returnal in co-op. Uh, I actually really like that game. Okay. We finally beat the first boss. Is that like, your first time playing it? Yes. Oh, right. So we wanted to play it together. Um, well, we both wanted to play it, me and MB, but we were like, just hadn't got around to it yet. And then he upgraded his PlayStation Plus 
And on family sharing, I didn't have to upgrade my PlayStation Plus. So I can just download Returnal and play it with him. And we were playing it in co-op. And yeah, it's good. I, we beat the first boss who I think is called like, I want to say Finch, but that's not right. I kept calling him Frank, but that's not right either. But like, it's this boss that we, we did it maybe like six or seven times we actually beat it. We beat it, got through to the next area and then immediately died. So we didn't really get to experience much of the other area yet. Um, But I'm really enjoying it. And I think it's really like nice to look at. I mean, it's obviously quite dark in the first area, but it's, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last couple of nights, I've been a bit obsessed with a game called House Flipper, where you basically just clean up in-game houses and like paint the walls and put new furniture around and like oh, nice um and i haven't been cleaning my own flat i've been cleaning these virtual, virtual flats for like hours i was like playing it for i would say like a good six hours the other day and then i was like oh i need to start to like do something productive because i've just been like uplifting fake houses. You need to tell Amy about that because she's she's always said like, wouldn't that be amazing? You know, it's people like do Xbox it for Game a, Pass. right. She should she should definitely play. You know, it. Some people do it for you know just to make a living, don't they? And she mm. was like, oh, I'd love to do that. She, yeah, she would love. I it. may lose her though forever. You if, might do if she finds out about <laughs> I'm that. Gonna game. lie. She's already playing enough Two Point Hospital, and when Two Point Campus comes out, I'm that really will excited be for Two Point Campus. Yeah, as well. yeah. So that's what I've been playing this week. Excellent. Um, finished a bunch of games. And started a bunch of games and lost myself to House Flipper for. It pays like, to have COVID. Hours. It does. It does. It's great. It's thing. The only good thing about it. Yeah. Um, well, should we move on to question two then? Let's. This comes from Rock Reese. Hi, BAP. It's actually just app today. Yeah. Rock Reese, but we'll let you get it right. Um, my friend decided to try Mass Effect for the first time. I told him not. To, I told him, do not force yourself to finish Andromeda, Andromeda when you get to it. Um, as we, it says Andromeda. Is that a Mass Effect thing? Is that not Andromeda? I Andromeda. It might be spelling error. Is that a spe- right? Yeah, as in just don't finish Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Andromeda, Andromeda when you get to it. Yeah, yeah. maybe so. Yeah. Or maybe it's not. Uh, but that's what we're taking it as. As we all sometimes feel the need to finish something in something in games, even when it's no longer fun. Tiny Tina and Kangaroo come, and the Kangaroo game come to mind. What are some games that you have forced yourself to finish for whatever reason? And which game did you actively decide after several hours to stop playing despite not finishing? Mm, good question, Rob Reese. Thank you very much. We know my feelings on Tiny Tina. And I still don't know why I forced myself to finish it, but I still keep going back to it. I think it's because I like the concept of the game and I like the franchise and I have a lot of like positive feelings towards all of Borderlands, even though like some of the games aren't good. And like I do some I do enjoy like just mindlessly playing it. I just think that like it didn't hit all the spots for mm-hmm. me. Like I don't I wouldn't say it was like a my favourite game, because it's not, but like I also wouldn't I wouldn't like say it's a terrible game because I still finished it and I like mindlessly enjoyed playing it. I just wished it was more than it was. Right. Um, And I know probably I should have stopped playing it because I wasn't enjoying it. But I think it is like the, the like, the context of the game I think is important. Like if if a Horizon game came out and it wasn't as, the story wasn't as good or the gameplay mechanics weren't as good, as long as I could finish it, that it wasn't like, game breakingly bad Mm. I would still finish it because of like my feelings towards the franchise yeah which I think is why I finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and why I stuck with it so long because I think I I have the like not nostalgia really because it's not that old yeah I have that kind of similar feeling of being like well it's a Borderlands game 
And I really like Borderlands games. Yeah. So my brain, it's like, yeah, we'll just keep playing it because it's it's our game that we like. Yeah, I thought I didn't even bring it in my notes, but while we were talking about what we're playing, I suddenly remembered a game for question two. I was like, oh yeah, I must say that, which is uh, Halo Three ODST, mm. which was the spin-off game now some people will i think some people really like odst and i've even seen when people rank halo games it's like their number one on number two game which i think is crazy but that's <laughs> fine um but it's a halo game where you don't play as master chief or a spartan you play as um an orbital drop shock trooper right. that's odst so it's these marines like sort of elite marines who get dropped in from space in these pods into like battle situations and it's a perfectly good game um it's made in the halo 3 engine um i think you even i've only played it the once but i think you even visit locations that you visited in halo 3 and i think it came out relatively soon after it was almost like a standalone expansion um it's treated as a separate game but it <coughs> but it felt kind of like almost an expansion pack and for me it was like I'm not like feeling the same about this because I'm not this Spartan who can like, you couldn't quite do so much running into like the middle of a battlefield with everyone shooting at you and like superhero your way through it. You had to be a bit more careful, Mm. but because it was a Halo game and at that point I was still a huge fan of the franchise, I forced myself to play it and I was like, okay, I've done that now. It was fine. I didn't like, you know, thoroughly enjoy this, but I've done it. Um, Mm. Did the same with Halo 4. And then at that point, after I finished Halo 4, I was like, I think I'm done for now. <laughs> but, um, I'm finished now. But there is a lot to be said for like, if you like a franchise or a world or a character, that mm. can kind of make you want to just finish something, even if you're not yeah. necessarily enjoying it that much. Yeah, I think that is the case with Tiny Tina. I mean, there is definitely games I have stopped playing because either I've just, they've just not piqued my interest enough mm-hmm. and I've just given up on them like I, I probably would have done that with final fantasy 7 if it wasn't for the fact that everyone kept telling me i needed to keep playing it yeah i probably would have stopped playing it because like it wasn't ticking every box for me just because i just didn't like love it mm-hmm. and i was needing something that i really loved at the time when i was playing it but um there is definitely games where i've just they've just like lost i've lost interest in them they've taken all of my interest for like two days like hades yeah. I was like obsessed with it for like a couple of days. And then I just stopped playing it and I haven't gone back to it since. Mm-hmm. It didn't do anything wrong. It yeah. wasn't bad. I just haven't, it just like stopped having my interest. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i got a couple here that um, I really liked both games for similar reasons, actually, like kind of the world design and the monster design and stuff. I played uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, mm. which is... Uh, not like a standard Castlevania game, which are all pretty much side-scrollers, like 2D platformers, um, kind of Metroidvania, I guess, by definition. Uh, But Lords of Shadow was a third-person hack and slash, almost a bit sort of Devil May Mm. Cry-ish, but in a more like traditionally fantasy world than demonic kind of dmc sort of thing um and i really enjoyed a lot of that game for its particularly for its like enemy design and its boss design it was a bit like it was a bit souls born in that respect that like you would encounter all these like really interesting Mm. monsters and that's my memory of it anyway um and i did play all the way through that and i did finish it and that was the thing that kept me going is like this world design and this creature design because actually gameplay wise was a bit of a drag like there was so much you would like constantly like move into a new area and loads of enemies would come at you you have to like fight them all and some of them would take an absolute beating 
And then you do all that. You probably do like a little puzzle or a bit of platforming and then move into a new arena area and then loads more stuff would come at you. And I just found it a bit of a drag at times. Um, but I did finish that one. Uh, one that I didn't manage to finish because it just felt so big and that I, I wasn't getting anywhere was Dragon's Dogma, mm. um, which recently had its... Was it 20th anniversary, 2002? Maybe it, maybe no, it might have been its 15th. I don't know. But it's recently had a big anniversary, Dragon's Dogma. And there. Well, it's 2022. Are you saying it was, did it come out in 2022? No, I'm asking myself if it's, if it was its 20th anniversary, right. did it come out in <laughs> yeah. 2002? And I'm saying, I don't know if it did. It right, feels like yeah. it was a bit later than that. It could have been possibly, but I don't know. Anyway, it's recently had a, an anniversary. I think they've even announced a sequel now. Um, and that was a fun game as well. Uh, I played a class. I don't know if everyone could do this or if only certain classes could do this, but like I could climb on monsters. Mm. So it'd be like fighting a cyclops and I could climb onto it. And it, it wasn't just like an animation where it would cl- like you would just grip on and then you could just like climb around it like it was a wall. Okay. And you could like climb up to its head and just like stab it in the eye and stuff. I really liked that whole mechanic. And that kept me going for a while. There's, you know, there were all these like, there was like griffins and uh like chimeras and stuff and all these huge monsters and i was just climbing on all of them and stabbing them it's like um shadow of the colossus or something yeah yeah uh and i really enjoyed that mechanic and that like really kept me going for a long time it had a good soundtrack and it looked quite pretty but like the fast traveling was almost non-existent and this world was huge and you had to run everywhere like imagine if you played skyrim and there was no fast travel and like you're you're on on one side of the map and you have to go somewhere else and you have to walk and Mm. while you're walking you're constantly encountering again like pretty tough enemies um so yeah couldn't couldn't deal with that and eventually i stopped playing but uh yeah i think it's interesting the things that keep you going and the things that end up being the last straw Mm. really well while you were talking i was thinking like i I almost didn't finish Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. Because I I kept like being like, well, it's the end of the game now. And then it just carried on. Mm. And I was like, okay, it's the end of the game. And then it yeah. just carried on. And like that's kind of very similar to like Alien Isolation in the sense where it's like it just kept going. Yeah. Every time I thought this is the end of the game, there was more game. And I think that like sometimes games overstay their welcome. Yeah. And it takes a lot for me to be like, all right, we'll... I'm going to stick with it. In Isolation, I played on stream, so I wanted to finish it on stream mm-hmm. because like, I'd, people had like, watched, been watching me play it since the beginning. However, I don't know. I think I just really struggled with Last of Us 2. I haven't gone back to it since I first played it. Um, just because I think that like I just couldn't... I kept feeling like this game should end now. And yeah. I just kept going. Um, but I did finish it because I wanted to see what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's that thing of like the context is important. And I wanted, I've played the first one and I wanted to see where the story would end up. Um, games I didn't finish though. I have two specific examples. Um, Outriders, I didn't finish and deleted it off my computer, like completely was over it because I could not just get past a certain area without my game just breaking and just completely shutting down the game is probably all right i've heard good things about it but i will never play it again because it the ultimate rage quit yeah you like uninstalled it installed it we were streaming it and i just it wouldn't work and i was like you know what i'm just gonna play something else and i uninstalled it from my pc (laughs) it was annoying me now (laughs) it's gone i outright i outriders it and now whenever a game annoys me i'm like i'm gonna outriders it oh i'm gonna outriders it um but a game that I played and I just stopped playing was Near Automata mm-hmm. because there was one bit where I just kept getting killed. And because you don't get the supplies back after you, if you die, 
I just lost all my stuff. Yeah. And I kept getting killed by this one enemy and I just couldn't get past it. And by the time I was like trying to fight it, I had like no resources, like no health stuff, like nothing. And I was like, I can't do it. It's impossible. Like I'm stuck at a point where I literally cannot get past it. And uh, so I just have never gone back to play again Mm -hmm. because I just was like, I can't get past it. And I got so frustrated that I was like, I'm never playing that game again. Yeah. Never. I just watched my boyfriend play bits of it and was like, oh, well, that's nice. I will never finish this game Mm -hmm. ever. It almost happened with Horizon because I'd accidentally flipped it too hard and I hadn't realized. So I was like playing the game on hard mode and there was this one side quest that I just kept getting my ass kicked. You told us about that. Yeah, and I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't get past this goddamn enemy. I was like, I'm not playing it anymore. I've had enough. And then my boyfriend went on my account and was like, you're playing it on hard. (laughs) Do you understand you've been playing this whole game on hard? And I was like, Oh, I must have flipped it to hard at some point because I definitely started it on normal. But yeah, I went suddenly went to easy and I was like, oh, life's so good. Hey, Everyone's dying in like I'm one so hit. Powerful. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> but yeah, I almost did that with uh, Horizon as well because I was playing on hard. But yeah, I think it depends on the game and the context of like what's happening. So yeah, I with The Last of Us Part 2, I didn't um, nearly stop playing it, but uh, for... Let's call it the second. Well, I think enough time has passed uh, mm. to, uh, for the for the bit where you uh, change characters and you uh, what's she called? Abby. You, yeah, become Abby. Um, that starts as you reach like a really you know there's a real cliffhanger on Ellie's yeah, side yeah, of the story. Yeah. Uh, you're in that theater, isn't it? It's like a cinema, yeah. and, and Abby's there. Yeah, and you're like, is she going to kill them all? And you know what's going to happen? And then suddenly you become Abby, and I didn't know how long the abbey section was going to last and like every time i finished a what was essentially a a level or a mission Mm. i know it's you know it's a continuing game but you could you know a a chunk of the game i kept thinking like okay now are we going back now yeah are we going back now and if if i had known if someone had just said to me by the way the Abbey stuff is basically the second half of the game and then it basically it pretty much finishes after that yeah then if I just had that, I could have like made peace with that and thought, okay, I'm now starting the second half of the game. It's going to be pretty much as long as what I've just done. And then at the end, I'll find out what's going on. But because I kept thinking, I was like so wanting to find out what happened on that cliffhanger mm-hmm. that I didn't like, I was kind of rushing through and like yeah. wishing it away and saying like, I just want this to be over so that I can see what's going on in that cinema. And um, so yeah, it didn't make me not want to finish it, but it made me... In a way, it made me want to finish it faster and not yeah. actually sit and just appreciate it. Because for the first half, I'd really been taking in the game and thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to like savor this and have a great time. And then as soon as that started, I was like, get me to the end of this game. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, all sorts of things can kind of affect you in that way. Mm. Um, wonderful. Well, a lot of noise out there, isn't there? I'm there is. I'm hoping it's, none of it's bleeding through. They're playing on. music. Might be because Boris Johnson has re- resigned. Um, Maybe. He is currently re- in the re- resigning period of time. At so. time of recording, yeah. But uh, Anyway, it's weird news. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. But before we get to that... Did you know that each and every week, Weird News is sponsored by our podcast producers? It is. Did you know that? I did know that. Oh, good. How professional. Yes. Um, to be a podcast producer, all you have to do is go on Patreon and, and uh, subscribe at a certain tier. Yeah. And you can be a podcast producer and sponsor Weird News on this very podcast every single week. Just like... Nathan. G.Y. Goliath. Sean Legg. Corey Duffel. Janet Wicks. Ellie Nicholas, Erica Hutchinson, Melody L. Bonnet, Katie Garrod or Jared, and Gabrielle Philippink. Thank you so much, podcast producers. Thank you very much. You're keeping the podcast going. We love you. We love you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some weird news here. Uh, you can submit weird news to us on Twitter or Facebook. A post goes out every week before we record, mm-hmm. and you can go over there and send some stuff in. This one was sent in by uh, Hushphone. This was sent to us on Facebook from, no, on Twitter from Alex Byrne, who is at Alex Byrne on Twitter. Congratulations, you Alex. You got your full name on there. No, name, issue, yeah. no issues. Love that. Um, this is according to Eurogamer, written by Ed Nightingale. Final Fantasy XIV players use real life billboards to advertise in game beach party event. <laughs> Subheading, community outraged. Final Fantasy fourteen players are um, some Weird. of the weirdest people I know. And I yeah. love it. Every time I mention it, so I've got a couple of friends, every time like it, Final Fantasy comes up, they have this like, I don't know if they've like copied and pasted it from somewhere or they've got like it ready to go. This like exact paragraph that gets sent to me like every single time about how I can just get, play Final Fantasy fourteen for free up to level sixty at so like fishing or whatever and like this full sentence comes out every single time. Wow. Okay. They really want us to play it. They do. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen players hosting an in-game nightclub event advertised on real life billboards, sending the community into a spin. Nightclub events and parties are common in the MMORPG, often with DJ sets on Twitch. But owners of the Rain nightclub bought four billboards in Texas and California to advertise their event, which included modded outfits and use of the Final Fantasy XIV logo. The event is a beach party on the Balmung server on 9th of July, this Saturday, it says in the article, uh, that players can access with the new data center travel feature. However, the billboards, remember these are real life billboards on the side of roads in, I mean, there's a picture. Mm -hmm. 
that means nothing to you, but <laughs> there's a picture of a billboard. Wow, there. that's really good. Um, so the uh, the billboards feature characters wearing modded outfits data mined from the forthcoming Moonfire Fair event. Modding is strictly prohibited in the game. <gasps> they also include the official game logo with trademark, despite Square Enix not being involved. What's more, Rain Nightclub is known for its NSFW content and lists erotic roleplay services on its website, which would surely attract the ire of the publisher. An image of one of the billboards was shared on Twitter in a now-deleted tweet by DJ Potate, a DJ <laughs> hired to perform at the event. Okay. They claim the event was not an infringement of the material, material usage license... Uh, as, quote, the club makes no money slash profit. So I guess they're saying because we don't make any money, we can just reuse images and assets and stuff. Yeah. Um, How did they afford the billboards then? Yeah. Too much money. Yeah. I guess they took a loss on the billboard. So what if we so what if we made a billboard? You don't have to look at it. You don't even have to come to our party. But for that to be a reason you go after people that weren't even involved with the idea for it is really sad. And I really hope the portion of you all who came here to troll ign- to troll ignore us. Oh, who came needs a comma or something. And I really hope the portion of you all who came here to troll ignore us. And go back to whatever it is you actually like doing since we aren't it. Is that DJ Potate saying that? Said Reverius in the Rain Nightclub Discord. I guess it's just a user. So people were just joining their Discord and trolling. Yeah, seemingly. Uh, That Discord has since been removed and the invite link from the billboard has now been taken by a parody server. And the nightclub (laughs) website has been temporarily turned off quote, till things calm down. Wow. The event has ignited the Final Fantasy XIV community, which has responded with both outrage and memes. Um, And then there's just a bunch of people who've edited the billboard photo to say different things. (laughs) But uh, yeah, what a strange thing that's happened there. Not only, I mean, it it would be a weird enough story if people had advertised a virtual nightclub on a real billboard, but Mm -hmm. then... The fact that the community have just, you know, are up in arms about it is kind of stra- uh, strange. Just also say Square Enix has not publicly publicly commented on the situation. It's unclear if the Discord and website removals were takedown orders or not. Fans are concerned this may be the final straw in the use of mods in the game. I mean, if they hadn't have used the logo and just talked about the game, I think like Square Enix wouldn't really have had a leg to stand no. on because like it's just there. They're just doing something in the game that they created. Yeah. And not technically breaking any of their rules, I guess. But the fact that they put their logo on the billboard is potentially where the issue comes in. Yeah, you're not really allowed to do no. that with a trademark. That's a bit of a cease and desist on that one, for sure. Yeah, um, especially for an NSFW virtual nightclub. But there you go, that's weird. Ashton. It is weird. What else has um, happened? Well, I have some news. It comes from Joach Dix on Facebook. Mm. Uh, it's from piece, It's on Kotaku, sorry. Written by Jeremy Winslow. Shooter Dev makes a jizz mod after fans complain about blood effects. Developers Altered Orbit and Metacorp are creating a colour palette for everyone, even if one's a joke. Right, okay. Yeah. So the Steam Next Fest is currently underway. It's the week-long digital celebration of an upcoming PC game, where you can check out tons of demos from FPS role-playing games to casual atmospheric adventures. Developer Altered Orbit Studios 
Developer Altered Orbit Studios' Doom-like Celico is one of the available demos and has jokingly received a mod from fellow Doom-like FPS makers Metacorp to change the colours of the blood effects from the default pinks and purples to the sticky whites of jizz. All because of fan complaints. Oh, this didn't have to say sticky white. Well, it actually says the uh, it says the c word, but I changed it for jizz. So they actually wrote the word cum in there. Oh, okay. To the sticky white of cum. Wow, funny. that's yeah, that is worse. I'm yeah. glad you changed it, but now we've said it. Now we've so said it. So it's too late. Yeah, we all had to hear it because I had to read it. Yeah. Zedeco is a retro-styled first-person shooter built on a 3D-accelerated Doom Source port SDK called GZ Doom. Drawing inspiration from Jizzy modern... Doom. Jizzy Doom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a demo is available right now with a full release expected by 2255. Huh? Is that just... I think that's just a joke. Yeah. The sussy launch window speaks to the studio's humour, potentially poking fun at impossible-to-hit schedules. While Altered Orbit may be pretty funny, developer Metacorp's humour has now taken centre stage. Metacorp, the studio behind GZ Doom, based cyberpunk FPS Beyond Sunset, cheekily mocks those who griped about the colour of Celico's in-game blood, which changes depending on the enemy you encounter. Sometimes it's pink, other times it's purple. Right. There will be red blood in the game, Altered Orbit stated back in February, but that's not what the studio has shown in most clips. The lack of normal red blood has led to a flurry of complaints from gamers, trademark, all over the studio's social media accounts. There are complaints in YouTube comments and Twitter DMs. There are posts about blood on Steam. There are posts about blood on the Steam general discussions page. There are even complaints on forum pages dating back to April 2021, with the studio with the studio defending the colours because Xenomorphs, Predators, and Halo Coven aliens don't bleed red either. Still, folks don't want to see pink or purple blood, despite law reasons for the colour that Altered Orbit briefly laid out in February. It looks like Pepto-Bismol, or someone spilled jelly on my screen, according to two separate comments on the April, in an April 9th Celico YouTube video. The complaint seemingly inspired Metacorp to drop a joke about releasing a mod for Celico's blood effect. What does appear to be available for public download right now, it's dubbed Celicoom. And it swaps the blood colour for default from default pink and purple to come white. I guess guns get horny too. Oh my god. That is a strange complaint to have in the first place, that like the in-universe alien or demon, whatever these things are, blood yeah. is not red, and that yeah. people are mad about it. Like, yeah, in Halo, all of the different covenant aliens have different coloured blood. Yeah. Xenomorphs have green blood. Yeah. Doesn't the Predator as well have Oh, no, maybe not. It's I not don't know. Red. I mean, they in the article said that Predator also doesn't have a red blood. Oh, right. Yeah, Predator. Yeah. yeah. Um, somewhat lewdly excited about the fake Selacoon mod, one user simply said, skeet, while others made some silly ejaculation jokes. Still, there was one person really wishing the blood was red and not white. So the Beyond Sunset developer delivered and released an actual red blood effect mod for Celico, while Altered Orbit works on the official colour palette. Unlike the Come mod, you can actually download this one. Do you want to see a video of it in action? If your cum goes from from cum white to blood red, you need to see a physician immediately. Oh, wow. It goes all over the screen. Oh, that's bad. Mm. Um... Yeah, yep. just just white splodges everywhere. Jeers everywhere. Okay. Yeah. That's weird news. There's weird news for you. Thank you, Ashton, for That's that. That's okay. 
got a question here now from Carrie Buchter, who says, Hello, illustrious walrus leaders. Hello, child. My husband finally got a PS5 and is playing Cyberpunk. Great game. He loves the world detail, even though he's had a few minor bugs. There is certainly an uncanny... There is certainly an uncanny valley effect for characters, but is there one for world building as well? The more realistic and immersive the world, perhaps the more jarring minor glitches are? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Much love and kisses. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. And husband, mm. Mr. Carrie. Mr. Carrie. I think there's a uh, some logic to this. Um, I don't think it's like a really hard and fast rule, but I probably find certain bugs more jarring if they are in a world that is um, supposed to be Earth or mm. historical Earth. Yeah. Um, so whether it's Grand Theft Auto or even something like Red Dead Redemption or Watch Dogs, I think there's something weirder about seeing a car flip around or you know a person do something strange than if you're playing Skyrim and you mm. see you know, a dragon like turning upside down yeah. or something like that. And that's not to say that I'm like, oh, well, would never happen in on Earth. But of course, in Skyrim, the saber-toothed tigers would like helicopter into the sky. That's that's why I'm, my immersion isn't broken. It's not that, but mm -hmm. it's just, I think it is. I think Uncanny Valley is a good comparison. It's like the closer you get to something you're very familiar with, the weirder it looks when weird things happen. Whereas mm. if it happens in, I mean, I think even in cyberpunk, like if if I saw something strange happen in cyberpunk, I'd be more okay with that than in yeah. Watch Dogs or something. Yeah, I um, think I'm the same. I think that like you say, it's that familiarity, like Watch Dogs Legion, for example, is obviously set in London, mm. but like it's a, a bit different London, but yeah. it's still London. Like you recognize landmarks and places that you are and stuff. And then I think sometimes when you encounter bugs, in that and something weird happens you're like oh, taking me out of it because i'm the big big ben's right there and here is like a car that's morphed in half yeah and it's like folded itself and you're like why this is yeah it's definitely more jarring than it's somewhere you recognize i think like it's a certain art styles as well like lean more for like if bugs happen it doesn't matter so much yeah. like if it's like a not realistic like they're not going for like hyper realistic kind of visuals i think that like it's not as jarring, but definitely when it's like, especially with like glitches on people as well mm -hmm. in those kind of games. So when you're like, this person looks like a real person and suddenly their arms like up yeah. like around here and you're like, oh, something's gone wrong here. Mm -hmm. Something weird is happening. Um, but yeah, I do, I think it's like Uncanny Valley, but for, for places, I don't think there is like a, a name for it, but yeah. Uncanny Valley is definitely a good like reference point. Probably. Yeah, it's just that graph of like the more realistic a world gets, mm. then suddenly when something's a bit wrong, it's like, oh, no, that's that's kind of makes it way weirder. Yeah. I've had a couple in Cyberpunk where like it has kind of made me go, oh, I forgot this is just a, this is a game. Mm -hmm. There's one point where my motorbike was I was driving motorbike and it just kind of stopped in midair and gradually like slowly went back down to the ground. Right. Like really slowly and I was just in this like realistic area and i was like hello just <laughs> on my motorbike just waiting but it's like one thing that's also kind of funny like extra yeah. funny when something happens in a like a glitch that's true it does that's yeah on the flip side mm. when something weird happens in like a hyper realistic world it tends to be funnier because yeah. 
you know, you're sort of imagining, you know, oh, what if that happened in real life? That's ridiculous yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Especially when they're people as well. Mm. Like if it's like something that happens in like Spyro, like one of the dragons just kind of like glitches out a bit. It's not as funny. But if like a person, something like stretched out across your yeah. screen, regardless of where you are, mm-hmm. it's funny. And it's even funnier when they're like supposed to be like a an actual real looking human being in a yeah. real looking setting. And suddenly, like, their legs are on one side of the road and their arms are on the other. Like, it's just fantastic. Yeah. It's even better. Definitely. I like it more. I think there should be more bugs in games. Yeah. (laughs) Someone should make a game where it's just, you know, bugs all the way through. Yeah. You should only play Cyberpunk completely unpatched. Yeah. Uh, Just base base level Cyberpunk. See that Wilson coming through your trousers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's the only way you should play Mm -hmm. the game. I agree. Um, Well, there we go. I think that's... Yeah. It's a short Just one. Just a, a quick one there. The answer is yes, Carrie. Yes, there is a real <laughs> uncanny valley. Yeah. Um, it's time for something big now. It is. It's time for the big discussion. The big discussion. It's time for the big discussion now. That's what he says normally. Did he say anything else after Big that? discussion time. Time, time, time for, for the big discussion. discussion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're mm-hmm. right. You got it. And this comes from Callum Straw. Hi, BAP or BP or BA or PB. Or PA, actually. The only one you didn't write down yeah. is the one that's Congratulations. Um, depending on who has the bumpest. An NFT console was announced and has already been ridiculed for its incredibly optimistic and some may say absurd expectations. And rightly so. And in brackets, because it's all a scam. <laughs> How long do you think the trend of Web3 gaming slash NFTs in gaming will last? And do you think it will eventually become the norm? Or will it be a catastrophic failure like everyone appears to hope it is and has thus pro- and has proven to be thus far, e.g. Ubisoft, Team 17, etc. Much love and kiss kiss, Callum. Thanks, Callum. Thanks, Callum. So for those of you who don't know about this, um, Callum, included, included, Callum included an article written by uh, Metro that's uh, a bit about it, so I'll tell you about it. Okay. The world's first NFT game console has already become a laughing stock. The worst idea since putting all your life savings into crypto, a company has just um a company's just announced a new console dedicated to web three gaming. Um the poly the polyum one, a multi-chain console for web three gaming is what it's called. It's called the polyum one. Yeah. Um, the nonsense of cryptocurrency and NFT seem to be coming to an even swifter end than many predicted. But despite the value of crypto already losing, already collapsing, Web3 company Polyum is pushing ahead with what may be the most low-key hardware reveal ever. All it consists of is a tweet be- is the tweet below, and Polyum replying to a lot of highly skeptical comments from gamers, including a number who point out the console's logo looks especially similar to one on the game, the old GameCube one. It's just a cube, but yeah. instead of a C carved into it, it's like a, on the GameCube or like a, a GC, it's a P. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, Polyum have already vowed to create a new logo and have claimed that although they haven't got any games to announce, they're in talks with different Web3 game developers. And then in quotes, we know that a console can't be successful without games. Wow. Somebody <laughs> give this guy a medal. Hey. They sagely say, while explaining why they haven't, while explaining why they haven't got any games. They also don't seem to have the console, as the picture below is a render, and they admit it'll be a few months, aka November, before they have a prototype. Yeah, so they tweeted a photo of when they announced the console. Mm. It's like a square it's... box with like a controller on top. Is but it's what it just is. not it's not an actual physical photo, it's it's a, render. it's a render. And I suspect it might not even be a render of like their intended design. It's just a generic here is 
Game console. Gameconsole.png. Yeah. Um, apparently only four people are working on it, and yet they're confident it will be able to push 8K HDR at 120 FPS with ray tracing, which would make it more powerful than the, more powerful than the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S. So yeah, chinny reckon. Don't know, Do you know what, what that means. means. Chinny reckon. Um, the final device is planned to go on sale in the third quarter of 2024, but you can only pre-order it if you buy a Polyam Pass, which is actually an Ethereum NFT. What Polyam seems most interested in promoting is, support, is, is its support for multiple different cryptocurrencies, including Solana, Ethereum, Immutable X, BNB, Harmony, Wax, Polygon, and EOS that can all be used from a single virtual wallet. Wow. Um... I mean, they're, they're claiming they're like Web3 gaming, which I had never heard of Web3, but apparently it's an attempt to create a more de- a more decentralized version of the World Wide Web. It's a bit of a... It's like... What, a, a, sque- a squeegel? What's a the squ- word? A squeegel, A squeegel. Yeah. It's an absolute squeegel. They're just making things up. Um, the article continues, but that's probably enough context. Yeah. But, um, Basically, they're making a console that... Um, the games will be made by Web3 game developers, which is basically just a non-existent thing because Web3 isn't really a thing because nobody apart from crypto dudes uses it. It's a buzzword, really. It is, yeah. And then they're just... Uh, they haven't actually made the console yet, but the console will be better than every single console that's ever been made. And it's being made by a grand session of four people. Mm-hmm. They haven't got a logo because they've got to change it because it looks like the GameCube logo. And they haven't even got a, the, the render they've given. The, the picture is just a render. Yeah. They haven't got anything. No. It's nothing. And they don't have, they literally have just made this up. The USP now. pretty much at this. The only thing that they can probably claim and actually deliver on at this point is that you can have a wallet for your cryptocurrencies. Everything else yeah. that they're claiming like we will have to wait and see if they actually manage it because yeah. it's all very well to say it's going to be 8k hdr 120 fps ray tracing like okay show me <laughs> um you know i don't Prove believe it. that necessarily at this point i don't even necessarily believe they'll have any games for it um so pretty much every claim is tbc mm. uh but i don't doubt that they will allow you to have a virtual wallet with all of your cryptocurrencies in it it's the fact that like they have they haven't even said that like oh we've confirmed a couple of games for it yet they're like we know that the a game a console won't work without games so we're really trying to get some games but yeah i mean we've seen nfts and stuff creeping their way into mainstream gaming companies like um who was it recently that sold off all of their companies to focus on nfts was it mm. oh I, I don't know who specifically did that oh they sold off all their western companies it's a Japanese. oh square enix, square sold enix. Their, yeah, yeah, was yeah. it to focus on nfts yeah they wanted to get into blockchain gaming oh, yeah i think that, yeah it was like some, one of the things that they said they wanted to focus on and like we've seen it creeping its way into various things and immediately being like stop being dumb yeah game company we gamers tm don't want nfts and i think the issue is that nfts are already kind of coming to a crashing end in like a lot of ways people are already losing millions of dollars worth of money because of nfts and i think that like no one wants them they alienate so many people because like the vast majority of people do not want nfts they don't believe in them they're all squoogles to the most of us <laughs> They just make things up. So I think that like it's it's a scary idea that, that people are getting more into it. 
But I think it's a positive thing that every time someone tries to say the word NFTs, someone just like slaps their hand over their mouth and says, stop talking, no NFTs. I kind of like that. So I guess... See, that's that's a good thing about it. Like I... I would love for this to just end. (laughs) Yes, Um, me too. I don't think it will ever completely end. There will always, there's always now going to be a little, at least a little kind of corner of NFT bros, like crypto bros Mm. clinging onto this. Um, But I would... Tossing crypto coins between them all. Yeah, but I would rather that they were just dealing with their own little brands and their own little bit own little bit of technology like i don't know what ethereum is i've heard of it but i don't know what you know the, all those words that no you one just knows what it means. all of those scroogeals that you <laughs> listed at the end there um i'm going in fact i'm going to find them but uh you know if if they they're just Salona dealing with was one i think yeah, b&b b&b um that's a bed and breakfast isn't yeah it's <laughs> just better dealing in bed and breakfasts yeah um polygon is I mean, that's actually a, a gaming news website, but I think it's legally different. Mm. EOS, Immutable X, yeah, Solana and Harmony, Wax, all of that stuff. That's fine. You just like hang out and talk in, in a foreign language if you yeah. like. But I don't want, not that I've got a huge, a hugely high opinion of them at the moment, but I don't want Ubisoft getting involved in this. I don't want Square Enix getting involved in this. I don't want Team 17, you know, saying, oh, we're going to do NFTs and stuff. Just like leave the whole NFT crypto thing in its own world. In fact, do you know what? I hope this console, whatever it's called, I've already forgotten the Podium, Polonium 235. Something one. I hope it... um, Polium? Polium. I hope in a way... It does happen. It does, yeah, it goes well. It launches and then they've all got their own little NFT console that they can all go and play on. And they're all little NFT games yeah. that they can all just NFT about Web3, 16K, yeah. 240 frames per second. <laughs> Not just ray tracing, but the rays actually come out of your TV screen and reflect off your own face. Yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be great and unreal engine seven yeah just stay away please (laughs) um because callum straw's question is not specifically about the console it's do you think the trend the trend will become the norm or will it be a catastrophic failure i hope to god it doesn't become the norm (laughs) yeah i don't think it's going to be a catastrophic failure in the sense that it goes away completely i think it's always going to be like supported to a certain extent now by like people with chimp avatars on twitter yeah but i also think that like it it won't it would be i think a catastrophic failure in the sense of like i think that no one is going to be able to make a game that's about nfts that will go down even remotely well yeah sell well because like I think the majority of people don't have NFTs. Mm. I don't know anyone with an NFT. No, I don't. I don't know anyone who we would... Oh, has an eyelash just escaped into my eyeball. Oh, no. I'm just going to close my eye. Um, I don't know anyone who... Uh... <laughs> Ashton doesn't know anyone who has an NFT. I don't know anyone, full stop, um, who yeah. has an NFT. And I don't know anyone who would even be interested in like promoting it. I've not seen anyone in my circles, I guess, not that massive, that have been like, can't wait for an NFT game can't wait it's gonna be great to do the the chimp game and trade with each other be fantastic and you're right that whenever a company whether it's gaming or otherwise like mr bean did it recently do you Mm. remember the official mr bean brand with like nfts 
everyone slaps them down and says, no, shut up. Yeah, no and, NFTs for you. Like WWF did it. They got shut down immediately. Yeah. The amount of like times people have tried to say the word NFT on Twitter and it's just been like, just... I wish there was downvotes on Twitter, just yeah. like downvoted into oblivion. Because like nobody wants them. The vast majority of people don't want games and they won't buy games that have anything to do with NFTs. The majority of people don't even have the means to participate in an NFT game or mm-hmm. a blockchain game. And blockchain, again, a squiggle, doesn't mean anything. What does it mean? No one knows. It's just a word that people like to say to each other. And it's just like, it's not going to work. And I'm I'm hoping with all parts of my being that people will get the memo like Square Enix specifically, the way that they were like, yeah, we're we're selling off our studios so that we can focus on blockchain and NFT games. See, I'd is, forgotten is that. Insane. I thought they were just saying they want to focus on their their Eastern studios, but I yeah, that's they, completely there was some of the stuff about blockchain and stuff. Yeah, I just think that like it's not. I don't think anyone's going to really be into it for like a lot of ways, and I like the fact that every time someone tries to say something like that. Everyone just tells them to shut up. Yeah, I just hope I that like that it. momentum stays up and that like people don't get tired of saying shut up mm. about M- NFTs. And of course, like strictly speaking, when we're saying nobody wants these, nobody understands what the blockchain is. We're we, we are obviously talking with you know hyperbole. Yeah, hyperbole. There are people who know what they are. People who know what they are, and people some people want them and like them, but it's about kind of things becoming mainstream, really. Mm. And like I think. Broadly speaking, you know, the gaming community as a whole probably certainly doesn't want NFTs and probably doesn't even understand exactly what mm. NFTs are. And or what how the they would work is. in a game yeah. or anything. Yeah, it's it's not it's not gonna happen. Yeah. The, the We're mo- just manifesting that it's not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I think that's it. It's mostly wishful or at least partly wishful thinking. Mm. The the most I understand about NFTs in gaming, uh, you know, the limit to my understanding is that like you can um, have like a, a weapon in a game that is like completely unique and yeah. it's yours and it's a digital mm-hmm. like a unique digital item um, and then there's talk of like people have kind of again I think this is wishful thinking but saying like oh you'll be able to then like use that in certain other games like you can go in and you've got your sword from Diablo mm. it's like okay um, and you can sell the sword for like a bajillion pounds. Yeah. But it's not pounds, it's actually just B and B coin. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so <laughs> I understand that. <coughs> I don't see the appeal and I certainly don't see the mainstream appeal. And I can't I can't imagine that it's ever gonna be like this huge section of the gaming industry, and I hope that it isn't. Um but remember, hate is hate. Create is create. Create is create. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy Baker. Yeah. NFT founder. Yeah. Troy Baker. He founded NFTs. He actually, it's true. It's non-fungible Troys. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I don't... I'm, yeah, have your poly in one. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your little weird console that won't work. Because as long as you're happy, you can keep to yourself. Like Peter says, keep yeah. your little console and all your little NFTs over there. And we'll keep our things that are not NFTs and our fungible things just over here. Yeah, we're just funging it up in our own <laughs> we're little gonna corner. Funge it up together. Come to Daddy in the bath. Let's funge it up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. There we are. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Let us know your thoughts on this topic and all the other questions we've uh, answered today in the comment section below. Mm. I'm going to tell you now where you can find us on the internet. 
Yes, I am. Do it, Peter. We are Team Triple Jump pretty much everywhere. Um, YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. You can go there for all of our videos and our live streams um, when we're streaming on both YouTube and Twitch. We're modded by Lob Rotovich, Trailing Badger and Mr. Black. If you've got Amazon Prime, part of the whole bundle there with, you know, all your video and postage and stuff is also a Twitch sub. You can spend that on us. It won't cost you anything extra. It's part of the bundle, but we will benefit from it. And so mm. will you. Uh, Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Go over there for video content, like old old uploads and stuff, re-uploaded, um, live stream announcements, other video announcements as well, and occasionally Facebook Lives and things like that. Um, thank you to Fraser for looking after Twitter and Facebook. We've not been like co-streaming or uh, simulcasting to Facebook recently. It's all Aiden's fault. Um, he because, broke everyone's Facebook pages. Yeah, uh, it's basically because of Hitler. Um, <laughs> that's not a joke. That's it not is a joke. Because of Hitler, Cultaholic wrote an article legitimately about i can't even remember where hitler came into it i think someone was like supporting hitler or something or like had a hitler picture that something to do with wrestling and it, the word hitler was in the title something happened in wrestling news that involved adolf hitler and they posted an article about it that went to their facebook account and facebook was like you cannot say hitler on this <laughs> website how dare you and because fraser is community manager for both cultaholic and triple jump he is like infected now yeah. by the Facebook like censors. So they took away streaming rights from Cultaholic and from Triple Jump. And we didn't even do anything wrong. No. We didn't mention Hitler. Not once. Well, I've mentioned him multiple times in the past, but and um at least four or five times in this podcast. Yes. Though. But like not actually about him. No. No. It's incidental Hitler. Yeah. Uh anyway, we I think soon that that wears off yeah, that times out and eventually. so we'll be able to start streaming again on facebook <laughs> uh tiktok.com forward slash at team triple jump is our tiktok it's mostly ashton on there a bit of fraser occasionally me but not very often um we did a thing about the tens didn't we mm. it's a 10 but so go have a look yeah. at that patreon.com forward slash team triple jump uh is where you can go to look at all of our patreon tiers uh, you can be a podcast producer. You can ask questions for the podcast. And there's all sorts of other things as well, like early access to worst games ever and weirdest games ever mm -hmm. and other things too. We have a website. It's triple j dot mup. That's triple j u dot mp. It spells jump. It's very clever. If you want to join our Discord, why don't you go to triple j dot mup forward slash Discord and talk to our wonderful community over there on Discord, but modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. And if they're to do something, bloody well do it. If you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, so maybe you're planning for a wedding and you've got a lot of time sat, I don't know, writing place cards or whatever it is you do for a wedding. And while you're doing that, you want to hear your own voice yeah. getting mad about Hitler. Yeah. Mm. Why not go to wujer.mup forward slash podcast. If you want to watch one of our live streams, we do many a week, so it's easy to miss one. And if you want to catch up, why not go to wujer.mup forward slash vods. And if you want to get a cameo from me, Peter, Ben, or even James Jenkins. James Jenkins. Well, I go to www.jr.mup forward slash cameo. You want to buy some sick and cool merch? We're sporting a hoodie today. I don't think this one is available on the store. No, not currently. But the but hoodie is. The hoodie is. Um, go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter. Ben says something about a t-shirt that's coming out soon. I don't know anything about this, so... Don't you? No. Yeah, no, a new no shirt No one tells me out. nothing. Well, it's because it's, it's a bit of a... 
Spoilers. It's a bit of a Ben thing. Oh. So I... Secrets. Although I know about this, I I wasn't involved in its production or design. It's a Ben thing. Ben's been overseeing it. See if you can figure that one out from that (laughs) small glue. I'll say say nothing. You know, say nothing. Um, If you want to follow me and Peter on Instagram and Twitter, it's at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton on both. And Ben's just on on Twitter at confused underscore dude. You can go check out Holiday Ben. Holiday Ben is like a whole different breed. I don't know if you've been seeing the pictures. It's like I've a different person. Like regular Ben doesn't wear any color. Holiday Ben's got like jazzy shorts on and like jazzy shirts. Well, and just, just posts a lot as well. Yeah, he posts like, a lot on holiday. I'm familiar with this. When Ben goes away, his, his social media lights up. Whereas me, when I go away... It's like you've entered like the void. I just vanish um, (laughs) for a week and then I come back and then a lot has happened and I'm like, oh my God, what I missed. Um, But yeah, you can check up on Holiday Ben. He's, I think he's back today. So he should be back for next week. And you can tell us all about his lovely holiday in Croatia. Mm, Can't wait to hear about it. Uh, We've got all sorts going out all the time on the channel we do lists every monday tuesday wednesday and thursday streams every monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday thursday being the joint stream blaze it on youtube thank you ashton no problem worst games ever is fortnightly it's friday for patrons of a certain tier sunday for everybody else i think it's the worst games ever week this week it is it's uh so if you listen to the broadcast it should have gone out yesterday if you're a patron and we're going out tomorrow if you're not a patron, it's a cyber deck. Cyber deck is what it's called. Um, assuming Jimmy Jenkins has it done in time, he's been off this week as well. But mm. I think he's I think he's all right. Uh, I don't mean he's all right. I mean I think it's going to be done on time. Yes, is what I mean. potentially. Uh, it should be. I should say this actually. It should have been, and we'll have posted about this as well. This won't be the first time you're hearing it, but it should have been a weirdest games ever week for patrons this mm. week. That has been delayed because... Kieran got COVID. Because Kieran got COVID uh, and he's been... Although he's been reasonably well, uh, he spent some time just sensibly isolating from home because he's been testing positive and didn't have his home... He didn't didn't have his work computer at home, so he wasn't able to edit it, even though he's been all right. Um, But uh, that will be coming next week instead for... Not for everyone. We will maintain the benefit of Mm. being a patron. So next week... You will get it a week early as a patron. The week after, it will be for everyone else. So, um, Mm. yeah, everyone gets it delayed by a week. Yes. Uh, And uh, to continue, we've got the podcast every Saturday and we do shows all the flipping time. We do. Why not leave a review on your platform of choice? It has something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Um, There might be a video going out yesterday at time of release. There may not. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. No. It's a bit up in the air. It's a bit up in the air. Because of the old vid. It was really supposed to go out on Friday, but not sure. We'll tell it you may what have it done. Hey, you may have already watched it. It might be there. The problem is, if we say that it did, it won't. Yeah. So let's say that it might, might. not have or, or might. might have. Um, let's not even say what it is. I'm not going to say it. No. Nope. We might have already talked about this on a previous the podcast. The issue is that if it doesn't go out this week, it might have to be pushed back like a couple of weeks because there's something going out potentially next week that will probably take precedence. So Yeah, maybe. You know, it's a it's a busy old time. We've just got so much content we just do at the drug limit. So much content and that's like on the precipice so... of being ready and not quite ready yet. And so few staff. <laughs> um but yeah, potentially big video went out on Friday, but mm. maybe not. So have a look on the channel if you like. Um Yeah. That's and it. just we've got just enough time for Peter to remind us of this week's Spawny. Dog games coming out 
you have to like just not move and then if you don't move for a long enough time your owner says good boy or girl it's called it's what and you get the ham and you get the ham uh it's called stay 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 no stay (laughs) have you ever had a dog no you said that with all of the experience of someone who has owned a dog i've always wanted a dog yeah i've been practicing mm-hmm. with like other things and you're a qualified actress and i'm well. a qualified actress and i have two cats and yeah. they don't listen to me but i do try and train them it was the nah, ah, ah, that's, that was good i like it yeah uh brilliant <laughs> right thanks everyone um we'll see you all next week yeah i guess, I guess. see who's ill and see who isn't fingers crossed we'll be back next week yeah so. that'd be nice fingers crossed fingers crossed Bye. Bye. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.